Much better, okay. much better. So we've been having some technical difficulties here, folks. Uh, the last intro was crackly. I also said that I was going to shorten the intro, and uh, <laughs> then I pulled the wool over the Godfather's eyes, and then I, I couldn't, I couldn't shorten it. I tried, but it just it doesn't it doesn't fit. So what I got to do, I think, going forward, maybe just after Banfield Group, we zone out. But then you don't hear the episode. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it. No, it whatever. Still... It's all good. Yeah, the, it the, the, the full dog is here in spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he is. He really is. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what's going on, Godfather? What's new? Uh, fucking the same fucking couple shit. couple weeks between episodes now. You know, there's a lot of time for... Things to happen. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Fucking things happen. Uh, Right now, the biggest issue here in Toronto is do I have enough fucking salt to ice de-ice my fucking driveway? We're getting hit with some fucking shit weather. Dude, you sent me a yeah, you sent me a text about that this morning and it honestly, you know, gave me that gut feeling of like just anxiety. Like this is what I gotta go back to eventually. (laughs) <laughs> enjoy enjoy your palm trees while you can <laughs> that's honestly what i'm staring at too right now it's a beautiful yeah. sunny day here in las vegas it's it is getting cooler i'll tell you that at night it's actually really cool uh and the full dog mentioned that it gets even colder in january and february so it's you know not great but the pools are still open here the hot tubs are still open and during the day if you stand in the sun it is absolutely beautiful so yeah, nice. the, thought, well, the thought of you like chipping ice off your driveway just it gives me the chills. I'm telling you, yeah, I don't well, like it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it is. This is fucking. It's Canada, I guess. I don't know. I, it, 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 it is fucking annoying. So I, and, I got only. It looks like maybe a month and a half max left, and then it's kind of back to what? reality. But here's Where the plan. Where has the time because, gone, man? Yeah, it's crazy. Time, gone? time flies when you're betting the board. I've told you that. Oh, I know fuck. this is the first year you're getting involved with us and whatnot, but uh, it goes fast. It goes it's really a fucking fast. Grind. It's a grind. But speaking of that, I've been doing a lot of TikTok lives lately. That's something that I've been kicking myself for not getting involved with earlier on the trip. But, you know, just trying to get settled here took fucking a good two and a half months, I'd say. At the minimum. And then once you start getting comfortable, eh, it's time to leave now. But uh, a lot of people have been asking, what are the plans going forward? What's next? Not until this morning. So the the original plan was to leave here at the end of January, right? Because I'm on a month-to-month lease here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the plan was to leave at the end of January and then drive north, hit three states along the way, Utah, Idaho, Montana, 
and then head into the Arctic tundra of Calgary to go visit my bro because you know he's got a lot of stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this makes I was, sense. I mean, you know, I was he, yeah. The plan was to put in some Uncle Pisky time. Yeah, it's about um, time you do some fucking family. <laughs> sh- like fucking anyway. But that still is the plan. But this morning, I came up with a new plan. <laughs> I, I want you, as the godfather and my second father in life, I want to run it by you, and you tell me if this is a if, if I'm in if I'm in a good line of, of of thinking here. So, well, I'm not a very opinionated person, so yeah, I mean, go ahead. you're the most. <laughs> <laughs> That's sarcasm, everybody. That's hardcore sarcasm right there. But seeing as though you know this journey, this experience, this project was going to take us into the end of January. Obviously, we know what happens in the middle of February, right? The Super Bowl. Yeah. And and this was a football season down here in Vegas. So the question I have is, I've been here in the U.S. since August 15th, right? And yep. everything that I've read is you're allowed six months in the U.S. I'm not here on a work visa. I'm not working. I, I am coming here for an experience and to make plans for the future. That's you know a snowbird, essentially. Yes. Um, but... When I leave the U.S., so I'm going home in just over a week from now. I'm going home for Christmas. Does my six months start over again once I leave the U.S. and go back into Canada? Do you know the answer to that, Godfather? Um, I believe it would. If it, I think it depends on the amount of time that you stay in Canada. So oh, I really? don't think you. I don't think you can come back to Canada for one day and then go back down and say, "Okay, hit me up with another six months." I don't well, think so. What I read this morning said that I could. As soon as you get back into your home country, you can turn around and come back. But obviously, the border patrol is going to give you a fucking tough time because they're going to be okay. like, "Okay, who who can stay in the U.S. this long?" All right. So, All right. Having been a physical eyewitness. To the border patrol yeah. back on August <laughs> on August fifteenth, yeah. you know, watch what the fuck you're gonna do with that, eh? Because well, I, yeah, that I, was no easy I, shit. I don't want to get myself in trouble, but and I haven't made a call to an official person of U.S. Border Patrol. I plan on asking when I cross at Christmas time, but everything that I've read suggests that if you leave and come back, the six months starts over again. So my plan now is to get in contact with the people we're renting from here in Vegas and ask if I can extend by a couple of weeks, spend the Super Bowl here in Vegas, and ah. then that really wraps it up. Because uh, last year, the Full Dog and I were down in Costa Rica together. We did the season one final episode. So that's how we're going to run this podcast as well. We're going to get to the Super Bowl. We're going to do – we actually did an episode on – the night before Super Bowl, and for whatever reason, it didn't record. So we talked for a fucking hour. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't fucking record. So, so I had to go back to his place the morning of the Super Bowl. We had to get there early, and we did a quick fucking 25-minute episode because we were so frustrated, obviously. We didn't want to start from scratch again. So I'm thinking, you know, that would be a great way to wrap everything up. Is like, hey, we get in front yes. of the mics the day before the Super Bowl. We talk about the pros, the cons, how everything went, what our plans are going forward. And then, yeah, watch the Super Bowl. And a couple days later, boom, then that's when we start our journey north to uh, to Calgary. And it just, it, it makes it so that I am not there in the beginning of February like that. I don't think there's a, probably a worse time to visit Calgary, Alberta. Is there? February? Yeah. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. But I'll, uh, 
I'll get on the horn. I gotta, I gotta know somebody that knows somebody at immigration. So <laughs> yeah. let's try to get, uh, try like to get say, this answer for you. But we have, a, we have a, we have a few hundred people that tune in weekly to hear us fucking idiots talk. I, I still can't believe that. Thank you to everybody. Yeah, yeah thank you um, for and, real. And the people that always give us tips, I'm counting on you to inform me and let me know what you think the rule is. Again, I'm going to try to get official word from the yeah. border patrol when I cross at Christmas. But yeah, that's so that's the plan because. What? On those TikTok lives, a lot of people are asking, what is next? What is next? What is the plan going forward? So I just wanted to put that out there as an intro to this episode. Well, if what you have what you think you've heard pans out to be true, then yeah, I'd sign off on, on that game plan. Talk to the landlord over there in the uh, gated community mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. definitely extend beyond, you know, you, you got to finish up the Super Bowl there in Vegas. And yeah, slow, slowly make your way to Calgary. That is a great plan. Yeah, yeah. It it was really it came together this morning. Like I said, the 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 plan was to leave at the end of January, but Britt and I discussed it today, and she said, "Yeah, you know, why don't we do that? Because we're already settled here. It'd be annoying to get up, move everything, and try to catch the big game somewhere else, and then." You know, do that final episode somewhere else. I think it would be really cool if I did it here no, in Vegas. You know, see it through. I, I, yeah, I would. I would. You approve. Godfather approved. Approved. Godfather approved. But <laughs> just don't fucking don't. If that guy, if that muscle freak <laughs> from Detroit sees you again, I'm I'm telling you, yeah. I, I didn't think we were making it. I didn't think we were even going to make I, it. I know, I know. I, I got to make sure because I don't want to fuck up, uh, you know, future visits to the U.S. I love coming here. So I really got to make sure I dot my I's, cross my T's, and I plan on doing that for sure. Okay. I've had people come ask me, Godfather, I'm thinking of doing a road trip. Detroit, <laughs> should I go through? I say, Fort Erie. <laughs> Stay away from Detroit. Stay away from Granted, Detroit. We came here with, you know, obviously – you know, a very murky, weird kind of scenario and story. So they're just doing their job. I want to believe. Yeah, that. a really. Batmobile. A Batmobile. Yeah. Batmobile, <laughs> some cash for betting, and baby clothes that set off a firestorm, right? Yeah, somehow <laughs> somehow that was the contraband of the week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyways, we'll see, and I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Great on news. All our I show. think that's yeah. a great plan. I'll keep you guys posted on all our social media platforms on what the plan is going forward. All right, Godfather, let's get into it. We've been talking about it every single episode since you and I have been rolling with this. Fantasy football. I know there's a lot of people out there that get excited every time it comes up. But, um, well, I mentioned three, four episodes ago that I thought I knew what was coming and it turned out I did. And for that, I have something special for us. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. That is the horns of a fallen soldier. Pisky has been relegated from the fantasy football jungle. I am one of two guys that finished in the bottom two. It turned out to be a points thing. And you know what's even more embarrassing than... Okay, there's nothing more embarrassing than being relegated in fantasy football league. But Agreed. Agreed. But I do is. have a little tidbit of more embarrassing news. I was actually the lowest scoring team in all three leagues. 
in fantasy no. this season. The A, no, the B, won't. and the C. Yes, I was. No. Yes, and I'm admitting it live here on the Always Betting Podcast. Oh my gosh. It's it's terrible. It's terrible. I don't I don't know how to explain well, it. Okay. It's embarrassing. This is the problem. Uh, okay. When you make your number one goal beating me on rivalry week which every fucking year which, I did. which I you which you did <laughs> yeah yeah you did you did and you know so consider the year a success all the same even though you scored less points than somebody who didn't set their lineup for the for the last fucking month of the season you scored less points than those people yes in how's the that league. possible i i do not know oh, but that's how bad of a fantasy season I had. And I almost pulled it off. It came down to that Monday nighter that we talked about a couple episodes ago with Paris Campbell and the Indianapolis kicker. All right. Yeah, the correlated it. Monday night thing that you should pay attention to if you're in your fantasy playoffs. Anyways, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I know we're a week past American Thanksgiving or maybe two weeks now. Um, I'm thankful that we don't have to talk about fucking fantasy football anymore. You, uh, and for the listeners, uh, let the record show that being the classy godfather that I am, I said fuck all about this. There is nothing more humiliating than getting relegated. You are listening to the two guys that came up with this fucking stupid idea <laughs> one afternoon during a slow period in the dungeon okay, the when we were when yeah. we were working together. Let's come up with, you know what? You know, <laughs> we got a couple of clowns in our league and the best we got to get rid of them. Rid, <laughs> the best way to get rid of them is to introduce relegation and that hey. way they'll never get back up. They'll never make it back into our our primo alpha dog league. The best fantasy, yeah, the best fantasy football league on the planet. Best f- on the I planet. Can't stand. <laughs> and and, and one of the guys, yeah. one of our targets, has never been relegated. Never, never. Shout out to never. Jo- shout out to Joey Foran. <laughs> Joey is... Foran again is still in yeah. the league. Unbelievable. And and I. I, I get I, I, I get sw- messages from Belleville, Ontario, big laughing faces all the time. It's like nice but, knowing you. Maybe we'll see you again up in the jungle, the elite fantasy uh, football league on the as, planet. As I alluded to on multiple podcasts, okay, your issue is, you know, you try to swindle people in those in those deals. Oh, your issue is on. that again. Again, you made another move with the Foran twins that somehow you got the best player possible out of any trade scenario. And he screwed me. And he screwed you. Higgins. Yes. I I was watching this and I'm saying, you know, listeners, there's nobody more annoying than this kid during a fantasy football (laughs) season. You may never see me again. Okay. Remember what you're saying here. Well, I'm gone. I'm gone. Uh, I'm in the B League. And I just want to point out, right, that if it wasn't me, if that Monday night thing didn't happen, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, right, yeah, it would have yeah, been I know, you. I know where you're going. Yes, I, I understand that. And and honestly. You said you were going to stick in it. You said it was an us thing, that you wanted to come <laughs> down with me. And now it's me and not you. <laughs> Listen, God, you, you bring me back. I'll come down with you. No problem. I'll come down with you. Let's do it. I don't wow. care. I need a break from this fucking shit. It's garbage. I, here I am fucking rooting on 
I'm, I'm counting points. I mean, that's, it's not the same. It's not the same. You managed not- to, you know, you said you managed to scoop up the New York Jets like RB four, and he turned out to be the guy at the end of the season. Like, how, well, I don't know how you, you pulled no, that out of your ass. No, 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 I, I know no, you made no, some no. bad trades. You're yeah, not really a trade guru, but what sniffing? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I, I couldn't this. pick up a guy off waivers without without him getting injured. Don't get me fucking started. Dude, Latavius Murray okay. is the Andre Markov of football. Yes, right? he's, you know what I mean. He's, he's forty. Not, is he forty yet? <laughs> He's close to 40. His body is probably closer to 50. And you had an RB2 like just pounding yeah. the pavement with this guy. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Running back that we can in, in shipping in a warehouse got more points than my guys. Forget <laughs> it. Like, it. We well, don't need it. We don't. Uh, we're going to wrap this segment up by saying good luck to everyone who is left nah, in fuck fantasy them. play. <laughs> There's no stress anymore. You, I can no hear stress. in your voice. No, you're no already stress. less stressed. And no stress. What would you I, would you rather continuously be stressed? Like if you had to play no. fucking Churchill, your favorite guy no. in the fantasy no. jungle right now. If you had to play no. Churchill this week, do you think you'd be Mr. Loose no. Goosey right now? No, no. I'd be already I'd be already the in, enraged gorilla in a cage that I already am. <laughs> Twofold. No, 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 no stress. No I stress. don't want to deal with it. Yes. Two things gotta happen. Yes, I want to be pisky on rivalry week, which I haven't done enough of. And and yes, I do not want to get relegated because it's a pride thing. <laughs> and and that's it. So if I'd rather have it this way, because if I had to beaten you and still get relegated, no. I mean, because then that is my exit from this altogether. You keep I told saying you, that, but you keep surviving. So I, it's not going I, anywhere. You're stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck with Joey Ferran watching Joey fucking... Fucking not trade with anyway. I can't even talk about. It. Move on. <laughs> All right, moving on. That puts fantasy to bed for the the, the year, the season. Yeah. You guys won't hear us talk. Actually, we'll give a shout out to whoever wins the Jungle Bowl. Yeah, let's few, go new me in a few weeks. It's gonna be now. new me. It's gonna be new me. Moving along, we're going into the World Cup next. Godfather, you've been watching? Well, yeah, I gotta watch because because I got to. I mean, uh, <laughs> Some good games, uh, some great games, great matchups. And, hey, it looks like, to me, pretty much the two best teams are in the final. Yeah, I'd say so. So Argentina and France, they made it. Uh, Morocco, like, nice try, but that would have been weird having them in the final, right? Well, you know what? These guys, I'm telling you, you know, you go from – Thinking Canada had a chance against them, a kid chance, and and, <laughs> hey, and it, listen, Canada was in the group of death because they had as it ended two, up, yes, <laughs> two semifinal. The full dog pointed this out in our group yeah. chat. Two semifinalists and the number two ranked country according to FIFA rankings, which we yeah. said last episode mean nothing because Italy's number eleven. They, right? they, that is correct, and yes, <laughs> but yeah, so Canada was in the group of death. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> without question. But, you know, hey, uh, you know, let's get it on on, on Sunday. Allez les bleus. Yeah. Yeah. That's your yeah, pick. You're taking, you're taking the that, French. That's my pick. I mean, you know, I, I, French... you, why you don't want to see Messi win it? Well, you know, the Argentines, the South Americans, you know, I got some personal views. Anyway, Allez les bleus. 
Well, and I'm that's against it. you. I'm against you. I want to see you Messi want, do it. He's going to yeah, okay. well, see Messi listen. do it. The problem Lots is, I, I'm going to say, Argentina. I'm making a prediction here. This guy is taking a lot. I know he's like one of the best players in the world. You know, maybe he's coming to the end of the line, but he's still fucking solid, right? When oh, good 100%. Luck, good luck taking the ball off him. Right, and Mbappe on the other side is just as crazy with these fucking tight dribbles that he does. But uh, he's he's quick. Messi has converted on. I, I I haven't been watching religiously. I watched the last couple games, and I know he's converted a lot of his penalties. I think three, four in a row now. Yeah, I'd be nervous he's also he's, he's missed the, he missed against self uh, he missed against uh, what was it um, Saudi Arabia. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Okay. Because I, I just, you know, you saw the Harry Kane thing with the English team. He got yeah. one, and then the second one, he blew it. I just feel like, you know, you get, okay, three, four, five in a row, but it's not going to go on forever. There's going to be a step, a little skip of a beat somewhere, and I'm just worried about that a little bit for Messi. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. I, I think w- w- it's definitely going to be a game of contrasting styles. Mm-hmm. Um, Argentina likes to hold the ball. France, the way I've seen them play um, – you know, absorbing a little bit of pressure, but really keen on those counterattacks and just kicking that ball up there and hoping Mbappe can run onto it. They and, dive a lot. The French? Oh, my God. Uh, d- diving is just a part of that sport, <laughs> and that's it. You just you cannot pick one country and say they dive a lot. No, no, no. Trust me. You, you don't want to see – you don't want to see things go even remotely, minutely sideways for the argentines they get you nasty will... don't they oh. <laughs> yeah. well we Let saw it against you. the netherlands right there was a oh. fucking brawl yeah, yeah absolutely the fucking ball into the bench like that yeah, I... yeah. Anyways, that was, I that's know. crazy but it's a great it's been a good world cup great yeah. world cup um, i know i know you take things seriously i think I, I, I think i think you take the world cup personally i should say well, yes, it's uh, in my are, D- DNA. Everything are you, is personal. Are you happy that uh, it's coming home nation is uh, sortie? <laughs> well, you, listen, uh, you, you know, obviously I'm going to have to say yes. <laughs> um, because, you know, I've been listening to this it's coming home shit since 1970. <laughs> it's, it, and, and the only I have this Toronto Maple Leaf analogy and I can't get it out of my head. Now right. the only thing the only thing I will say that this version of the English team this generation of the English team uh, actually has a good team so it doesn't make their it's coming home notion as preposterous yeah. as it's been for so long yeah, right? I guess you know I they hate to say it I yeah. hate to say it but you can make the same case for the Leafs well, there you go. I mean, the 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 similarities are uncanny, <laughs> and and yeah, I gotta I gotta stick with Le Blue because they didn't let me down. Yeah, you know, back in '98, I wanted them to beat Brazil. They didn't let me down. Then okay. in 2006, yeah, I wanted them to lose to Italy. They didn't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> right, I wanted them to win. Okay. There you go. Okay. People, people that don't let me down, they get the Godfather's loyalty and oh, the story. Well, I'm going down to the B League. I didn't let you down. You're staying up in the jungle. I have your loyalty. There, <laughs> there go. you go. There you so, go. Enough said. <laughs> uh, for the final, Britt made a reservation. I'm going over to Ellis Island, our favorite spot. Beauty. 
right? Yeah, uh, yeah. They have a they have a place in the front of Ellis Island that is new. is called the Front Yard, and they have a jumble. I loved it. Yeah, you yes. remember the Front Yard, right? Yes, absolutely. So, That's a good spot for you to go. Yes, we're going there. Uh, the game starts at what? I think nine a.m. my time, right? Yes. So noon. Yeah. So nine a.m. We made a reservation. That's where I'll be for the game. I did go to the MGM Grand for that English French game because that was one I didn't want to miss. I have a lot of yeah. English friends back in Toronto. Yes. Shout out to them. They all went to Opera Bob's to watch it. Uh, that's our fun little uh, hole in the wall kind of bar that uh, we used to play hockey for. Actually, they used to have a hockey team, and uh, they all went there to watch the game. I went to the MGM Grand. The atmosphere was okay. I, I expected it to be better because English, England, France, like quarterfinal of the World Cup. Yeah. But the MGM Grand was hosting, in their arena, they were hosting a top 20 basketball game. Or a basketball game between top 20 teams, which was Arizona and Indiana. Ah. And that's what all the hoopla was about. Yeah. So they couldn't give a shit about the fucking yeah. soccer game, right? And to, to elaborate on that a little bit, so this place was rammed with Indiana fans, rammed with Arizona fans. The bars were packed. The sports book was packed. I was trying to make fucking NBA bets. I, it was, I had to wait in line to use a kiosk at the MGM Grand, which is unheard of because fucking there's nobody there most wow. of the time, right? Yeah, I saw that picture you posted. Yeah, there was like a, a ton of fucking people. But so the soccer game ends and what everyone's attention to after was a random fucking Purdue and Nebraska game on the big screen. Purdue's a ranked team, and I guess so was Indiana and Arizona. So that's what everyone got into. They were way louder in the sports book because Nebraska was on the verge of upsetting Purdue. It didn't end up happening. That's what made the yeah. sports book alive, not the fucking soccer game. So I was kind of put back by that. Of course, of course. Right? Where... I, I didn't, I didn't, I, or maybe I underestimated the level of passion of college football, uh, college basketball here in the U.S. Especially it's huge. Season like it's this. huge. But yes. no, so you college. mentioned, Godfather, that you went out to Phoenix to catch, was it the Final Four? Yes. Tell us a little 20, bit about that. 2017, I went out, I, I went down, I was, a, I was a guest of the Perrys, my uh, boyhood friend, and yeah, we went down with his brother-in-law, mm-hmm. who basically set up the whole trip. Mm-hmm. Final four tickets. Um, Must have been expense. No? I was a guest. <laughs> you didn't have to pay. I was a guest, and I wanted to buy dinner for these kids. They were still teenagers at the time, and it's like... Wait, wait, wait. Oh. wait. You wanted to buy dinner for the Perrys? Like, you're talking about expense. You told me these guys eat more than... <laughs> they can eat. Wow. But, yes, wow. I have to... I have to do something pissed. yeah come on do something yeah, yeah. i gotta do something and you know these guys are like we love in and out burger ah. so that, that's the only place they wanted to eat really but but to get back on topic shake shack of, is better shake shack is better okay i'll have in to my, try it out my personal Maybe. opinion shake shack out here in vegas i try not to go there too often obviously for health reasons <laughs> but uh, i've had them both shake shack's way better in my but yes, Good. please go on. You... What I was going to say is, you want to talk about atmosphere? Oh, that was crazy. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. So how like, does the Final Four work? Do you get tickets to both games, or did you just go to one game? You get tickets to both. Oh, it really? Depends what you, 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 can, you don't have to get the, the both 
package, but I right. mean, hey, you, you, you make a weekend out of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, and, Saturday, uh, Monday, right? That's and, incredible. But let me just say this, okay? They had this fan zone outside of the University of Arizona Stadium where the okay. cards play. Where the and, Super Bowl is this year. And the Super Bowls, uh, yeah. And the amount of activities that were there was incredible. Nice. They had a live broadcast for the college basketball, like CBS. Okay. You know, J- Jim Nance, um, Charles Barkley was there. Nice. Um, it, it is done to the nines, and the amount of pe- people pissed, incredible. So who were In the final the, four that year? The final four was um, Gonzaga played South Carolina. Okay. And Oregon played North Carolina. Oh, so okay. North Carolina fans and Gonzaga fans, they travel real good. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. And it of, ended up being blue. Yes. Oh my God. The amount of powder blue. And it ended up being Gonzaga versus North Carolina in the final. Mm-hmm. Did you go and to that as well? Or just a yes. Oh, oh, you absolutely. went to the final too. I went to the final. Oh my goodness. Yes. So you went to both final four games. Yeah. And, oh my God. That's a Crazy. trip of a lifetime. Trip of a lifetime. It really was. It was uh, until one of your, because, you know, then started doing the Super Bowl parties in Costa Rica. <laughs> but I mean, until then, that was my, I had never done anything like the that. The party that shut down the world. I'm going to remind party, everyone that all the time. Yes. The that world Super had Bowl to shut party, down for yes. two years. Because so, of the party we had on Haco <laughs> Beach in Costa Rica for the Super yes. Bowl that year. Fuck, that was amazing. But there was uh, one moment. There was one moment during the Final Four final mm-hmm. that I, I am telling you, I my legs are, are, are shaking just re, re, retelling the story. So was your they do They do, they do a battle of the of the bands the university oh, bands okay. at halftime okay okay or just or, or during a, a a specified commercial break i can't remember but let me just tell you so the gonzaga band i forget what song they did they do this band and okay the fans are whooping it up no problem mm-hmm. it was good yep U- unc band some band leader dude comes out with some fucking big staff like a Moses stick or something and he just bangs the stick on the ground Yeah, and the band goes into a coordinated are you ready for this? Yeah. Jump around by House of Pain. Oh <gasps> my god. You must, have, you must have fucking went bizarre. Bananas. Yeah. But bananas. But the gorilla mode. Is, I can see you pounding go, your chest. Go, gorilla <laughs> mode. But the worst part of it is seeing seventy-five thousand people jumping up and down. I thought, I thought the stadium, the stand. I thought they were gonna fall Fucking apart. Explode. I thought they were coming to explode. <laughs> Honestly, and it was That's like wild. playing, playing, playing games with my fucking equilibrium and everything. Like it was, it, it was nuts. And I, I won't forget that atmosphere ever. And playing then games with your equilibrium, like the fucking pepper mill here in Vegas with the floor. Yeah, bars. exactly. The floor. Bars. 
floorboards were moving there too. But Godfather this was had an edible and told us the yeah, floorboards no. were moving in the pepperoni. That's wild, though, dude. Um, yeah, it was it was an incredible it was an incredible experience. And you made mention about your Indiana game, mm-hmm. um, supporters of every age. Yes, we. We had grandmas sitting in yes. front of us from Gonzaga. I think they graduated in 1952. <laughs> they were like they were like yes. 90 years old. And, you know, I, I I'm nudging the boys to we got to keep our swearing to a minimum because, <laughs> but yeah, they were like cheering on Gonzaga like they were cheerleaders. It was unbelievable. That's really an amazing thing about uh, U.S. sports. And again, I noticed it this past weekend at the MGM so loyal it's a religion and so passionate there's that like commodity and everyone's got drinks and they're telling stories about oh yeah growing up on campus and shit like that and that's something that we don't have in canada right like i i I don't think so i don't think Uh, i go to a fucking concordia stinger hockey game i'm gonna sit down with some alumni and shoot the shit it doesn't work like that our friends to the south they do everything in excess and Mm -hmm. that's one of them their loyalty to their alma mater is through the roof and it's undying. It's for life. I love it. I, re- I really do. I, I love was, that too. I got I was, I was very happy to be in that atmosphere, environment, everything uh, over at the MGM Grand. Uh, just to wrap this up, Godfather, big name players in the Final Four when you were there? No, not really. Really? Not really. Not, not really. Um, who's an NBAer? Zach Collins was, okay. um, he was Gonzaga Center. Um, Josh Jackson was uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. he was. And on, this was uh, when twenty eighteen. You said twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay. And and just a reminder to everyone: we did final four and the final here in Vegas last season uh, during Bet Bash. So that yeah, was, that's right. That was the big ticket item: is that we went out to Stadium Swim at the boiling fucking heat to catch the final four, which was super cool. And then the final was in the sports book at the Circa. All you can eat, all you can drink for both events. And by, by the time we got to the final, though, that, that was the night after the cocktail party up at the Legacy <laughs> Club on the roof of Circa. And fuck it. I, the entire time we were there, I had about seven bottles of water, a half of a high noon, and a half of a slider, I think. That's all I put in, <laughs> in me at that time because I was just wow. toast from the week that was Bat Bash. Wild, wild. Wow. And that's wild. coming up in August. So if you're into it, look into it. Yes, I yes. highly suggest it. The next thing I want to talk about, Godfather, is a little thing that popped up at the Minnesota Vikings Stadium a few weeks ago. And, okay, I'm going to tell the story from the beginning. I've been working on getting a guest on this podcast for a month. So when this surfaced, I had a tie to what happened. And again, I've been working on this guest. It it didn't work out. It's not going to work out for understandable reasons. But let me tell you how it all goes down. Who are you trying to get on? Joe Biden? (laughs) uh, I'll explain in a sec. So three weeks ago, it was at the end of November. The end of November, the Minnesota Vikings posted on their Jumbotron Someone had tweeted at them and said, hey, my uncle or something like that just got back from the war uh, out in Afghanistan. Or probably wasn't even Afghanistan. I don't know. I don't know the extrinsic details of all this, but <laughs> you got to go look it up. But anyways, basically, the, the Vikings shared this guy's tweet of his uncle. 
But it wasn't his uncle. It was a joke. It was Johnny Sins, oh. who is a nationally, f- internationally famous porn star. So you didn't hear this story, Godfather? No. Who the fuck is Johnny Sins? Oh my god. So yeah. So somebody said, "Hey, can you, my uncle just came back from the war? Can you give him a shout out on the jumbotron?" And the Vikings fell for it. They took the bait and they put him up there, said thank you to Commander XYZ, whatever, <laughs> for coming back to America. But it was a porn nah. star. It was Johnny Sins with an American flag behind him dressed up in army gear. But he's a porn star. Right? So they, they got had. And the fake new society we live in. <laughs> so that brought me back to when I came out for my first time ever to Las Vegas. And the reason I came out here, Godfather, I'm sure you remember, oh, was in no. 2008 because one of my best buddies got a job as a director for Brazzers. <laughs> Brazzers, if people don't know what Brazzers is, Brazzers is a world-renowned porn website. <laughs> let's, let's, right? not use, let's not use the word renowned when discussing <laughs> pornography. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, that's so right. we're caught up now. So... They used to shoot these porn shoots in mansions out here. Yes. So I would go every morning with my buddy to the mansion and, you know, he'd have a bunch of scenes to shoot. And I would just hang around, you know, talk with the makeup artist, talk with the male talent, the female talent. You know, I'm pissy. I'm fucking friends with everybody, right? Well, it came to the morning of a shoot and one of their extras didn't show. And my buddy had to shoot a game show that morning. <laughs> the game show, in case anyone is curious, is called Can She Take It? <laughs> so who does he turn to? Fucking his best bud, Pisk, and says, dude, do you think you could play a game show host? I The extra didn't show. I need somebody to go in. So <laughs> obviously, I said, absolutely. Fuck, I can be a game show. I was built for to be a game show host, which I, I honestly think I am. But anyways, that's that's another story. So I subbed take, in. Take it easy, Bob Barker. I subbed in for the guy that didn't show up. And if you if you want to go look, you can find a young Pisk on a game show set uh, in 2008, I think it was. And who was the male talent in this game show? It was Johnny Sins. Come on. Guy. It was, dude. It was. So, Once. Um, the, the, the guest I was trying to bring on was my buddy, Kyle. Right? But the <sighs> thing is, uh, he's got young kids now. Uh, and he's just like, Pisk, I, 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 I can't come on to the Always Betting Podcast and start shooting oh, the shit the against The bald porn. guy. Johnny the bald Sins. guy. Johnny I'm, Sins. I just yes. like, Googled So, anyways, I, I, I couldn't get him to do it. But I do have a clip of my buddy Kyle from our days of working at BetUS. So let me tee it up for you guys. So I wanted to All share right. this. Everything tied together so well. I'm like, fuck, I got to mention it on the episode. And Godfather, just to, okay, so if anyone goes and checks out Can She Take It on the internet, scroll to the very end of the episode, and there's a shout-out <laughs> to a certain somebody on that have, particular show. I should have fucking taken care of you fucking then, <laughs> back in 2008. I gave a shout out to the Godfather. Anyways. In okay, a so, porn. In a, <laughs> Fuck. 
people are going to be listening to this thing. Like, yeah. What the and, fuck is going on right now? I tuned in here and, and, to pick up some sports betting tips, and these guys are going off about yeah. this fucking porn. And listeners, let me just tell you ahead of time, I'm going to save you your time. Do not call bullshit because this story <laughs> that he just recanted is 1,000% true and factual. accurate. <laughs> yes. It's factual. Everything that he has said. Go on. Yeah. So to wrap up all this weird connection that just happened, Johnny Sins, a porn, my buddy Kyle. I have a clip from Kyle working at the Sportsbook Bet US that we used to work at with an irate caller calling in. And I this... Godfather, you and I worked at the Lottery Corporation for 13 <laughs> years together. We did not have to deal with customers, no. right? Everything, we were in the background. Not, we were the odds yeah. makers. We never picked up a phone. Well, yeah, that was not my case. forte. Yes. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> the case of BetUS. And this is a call of a guy trying to get through to customer service. But this was our job. We had to call, answer the phones. We had to take bets. And this guy was not having a good day. So without further ado, here it comes. You ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. Sports, Kyle. Let me speak with the customer service. Okay, I just need your pin and password before I start. Oh, I'm not getting that to you. Let me speak with customer service. They're going to ask me for that shit. I'm not repeating it ten times, you stupid idiot. Let me speak with customer service. It's just I have to ask. It's my... Well, don't. They'll ask. I'm not repeating it five fucking times. It's just twice. It's our policy, sir. It's how that's... Don't care. Don't care. Pardon? Let me speak with customer service. Do you have an account here, sir? What's the number for customer service, you piece of shit? <laughs> Why are you being What's so What's the rude? correct number? Uh, this is the number we send you through. No, there's a number for customer service. No, this is a, that's the way it works. Oh, you fucking cocksuckers. I hate you pieces of shit. You know that? You just have to give me a few minutes. You're fucking crap just to try and talk to somebody. It's quite simple, sir. Two, six, five, eight, seven. Now, let me speak to customer service. All right, I'll put you through. Have a good day, sir. Fuck you. Thanks. You're really nice. Yeah, so are you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> have a great day, sir. <laughs> and there you have it. What do you think of that, Mr. Godfather? <laughs> oh, what happens well, if the someone first does thing, that to the Godfather? The first, oh, I, I'm not made for that type of work. <laughs> and I, I want to give, give Kyle a shout-out. His composure was impeccable. <laughs> impeccable. Are you kidding? Are you is that kidding? wild or what? We have to deal with that sometimes. That is an irate gambler calling that, in and having obviously no time of day for anybody. But these are the calls that we'd have to field on a regular basis. And, you know, on the <laughs> flip side, um, that guy's volcano mode really impressed me. Like, right, out was, the, right out of the right game. Out of the game. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't like the voice. Fuck it. Right, right after the jugular. <laughs> So this was now, you. Can you save that clip for, for fifteen years? Twenty years. Twenty, 20. years. That's been sitting on a hard drive uh, that I dug out this uh, morning. Yes. And I, again, I had it all set up uh, for Kyle, and he might still come on one day to just shoot the shit about sports betting and how yeah. we, you know, came up through BetUS and whatnot. But yeah. I, I had to, I had to release that, oh, and I have other ones. There are he more. Did, so he did. He, he did such a great job on that call. He's coming back, <laughs> but 
everything just tied together so well with the Johnny Sins thing and the porn and and that. So I just had to put it all together. But yeah, hopefully one day uh, Kyle will come on and shoot the shit with us about uh, sports betting and uh, maybe just a, a tad of his experiences out here in Vegas and, and shit that he wow. goes through in his industry because it's uh, it's a different world. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> okay. Moving along, news out of the sportsbook world in the last couple of days. That what was it a Monday night football game between the Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray goes down on the third play of the game. I was happy out here in Vegas. Uh, a couple <laughs> fucking sportsbooks were sleeping on a couple unders on Kyler Murray. So I popped them on it. I was ecstatic. But a lot of... Hashtag gambling Twitter were not too happy about it because they felt like they got ripped off, right? Kyler Murray didn't play in the game. Well, he did play in the uh, game. He did play in the game. So, he took three snaps, dummy. That's it. A lot of these predatory sports books out there, I'm talking about you, Barstool and DraftKings, FanDuel, all those assholes. Uh, they refunded, refunded um, Kyler Murray bets. Are we I down do. with that, Godfather? Do we like I'm, that? Do you like I seeing am. that? I am fucking so not down with that. That is a crock of shit. These are the same people that fucking won't take a hundred bucks from me and give me twenty-eight. Yeah. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Where did they pull this 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 dollar amount from? Their ass? It's twenty-eight. Who makes a twenty-eight dollar bet? That's the, nature, that's the nature of the sports so, betting industry that a lot of people don't see, right? As let, soon as you show signs of intelligence, you will. And I know we talk about it every single fucking yeah, episode. Yeah, we well, you know it, what? We can do podcasts for the next 20 years and it'll be talking. the same fucking topic. Okay? <laughs> like, first of all, if you actually cried for a refund from that scenario, this must be your first football season playing props. Or, you know, you're just a fucking crybaby. Or you don't know sports wager. Like, I could just keep on going on and on. Just let me be very clear in a situation like that. If they refunded you for that, it's because they've got you by the short and curlies. It's a marketing ploy. It's got nothing to do with actual customer service. When yeah. you play a prop bet, okay, you have to play that bet knowing well, what action means, what no action means, yes. what, what a, a, a injury going down, right? Yep. Well, I lost the fantasy football championship fucking one time because they, they, they took away <laughs> Frank Gore's helmet. Don't get me started again on that topic. Anyway, no, uh, I am not down with that. And I am 100% certain that it's a marketing ploy for them to do that because... No, a thousand percent it is. What's the difference between... You know, my running back getting injured in the fourth quarter, I've got 88 and a half and he's at, and I've got the over, he's at 88 and then he, he gets a devastating injury. Yeah, you're right. Do I not get a refund? You're getting hot over there, aren't you? <laughs> yes. No, I cannot stand this. Are you no, kidding? I my... laughed my ass off when I saw the people on Twitter crying about, oh, well, my Kyler Murray money back. No, you don't get it. As a matter of fact, I know people that had the under, and we're well, having a beer because that happened. That's my the argument, way it goes. My argument is, you know, we, we bet a lot of unders here at the Banfield Group. I never get refunded. Let's say, no. let's say, uh, like, under people. When do under people get refunded? I mean, if a game goes to overtime, do I get refunded? 
No. No. But it counts. Right? It How many counts. times have we been burned in overtime huh. this season, right? Kidding so me? Th- I can see why they're doing it. They're doing it because John Q. Public bets majority of overs and they come crying out of the wood. You know what I mean? But yeah. what about yeah. what about the under betters? And you could have bet under and got away with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't now, like it either. Now, but, let me ask you this. Did did they pay you your unders? Of course. So well, of so course they paid they the unders, but they also paid these these crybaby people in drink tickets or something? I don't know. Like I, I don't know how it worked out here in Vegas. Um, I, did, why, did you see something about Vegas giving refunds? I saw a whole bunch of posts on Twitter regarding that, and it was basically the same sort of question that you're asking now on the podcast. What do you think about refunds for, for injured oh. players under these circumstances? And I'm my, my point is, where do you draw the line? For, yeah. for like, where is this imaginary imaginary line being set to to call it a bad beat and or to call it a no bet? Yeah, right. It, I'll tell you one thing: he played three plays, and if one of them was a sixty-five yard TD run, would they still be giving money? But no, it was because it was like I don't even understand. I I don't trust them because no. now I've seen the industry how they actually work. This well, new, you, you know, this new regulated industry. No, yeah, no, fuck. no. You know what's key fucked refund? Up no fucking refunds. What's fucked up is we've had a couple problems with credit shops in the last couple of weeks. That listen to this one, guy. This is really? going to piss you off. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh oh. There okay. was. Uh, it was. It was an Arizona Cardinals game a couple weeks ago that the player in question didn't make a catch. He got hurt in the game. It was Rondale Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He. He didn't make a catch in the game, but he played, right? I think he went out at halftime with an injury or something like that. But the fucking sports book graded it as a push. See? And it was it was the longest reception, right? So the longest reception is zero. A- any sports book out there grades it as, okay, he didn't get any receptions under wins. No, these guys are like, he didn't make a catch, push. So we didn't get paid on it. There's oh. a worse one that happened. This past Sunday with... The Buccaneers and the 49ers. Longest field goal in the game. We had under 44 and a half, I think it was the number. Yeah. No field goals in the game. Sportsbook, credit shop, again, don't know what the fuck they're doing, grades it as a push. Which, okay, wait a second. There was no field goals. Okay, you know, there could be a little leniency. There could be various rules that say if there's no field goal, it's a push. But... One of the teams, I'm not sure which one it was, either 49ers or Bucks, they attempted one and he missed oh, see, it. That's, yeah, yeah. There and must the under, be an and attempt. The, and they still pushed out the under. Oh. Can you fucking believe that? No, I'd lose my mind. I'm losing my mind just listening so to we've had. Story. I've been on the horn all week. I've been screaming and yelling about it, but to no avail. They're like, no, that's the way we do it. Sorry. Yeah. And this is what makes me laugh when we call it a regulated industry now. You, what regulation? Well, this is the unregulated market, but still. still. Crazy, crazy. Crazy. Yep. Next topic of conversation, Godfather. I've been doing some kiosk betting at the MGM lately because I'm sure if you follow us on social media, you've noticed me scream about it at one point or another. MGM doesn't take Canadian customers on their app, right? And they try to tell me that... 
so annoying. They try to tell me that it's every sports book out here in Vegas. Oh no, you can't play because you don't have a which it isn't, manager, which is false, completely false. I ha- I'm playing with every other sports book out here, but MGM I can't. And we've been testing out some new angles, trying some new things. MGM has some favorable lines, so I've been going after their kiosks. I'd literally go to one of the Bet MGM casinos every day. That's what my life has become out here. It reminds me a lot of what I did last year, going store to store to store, <laughs> all over Toronto, going after the pro-line dweebs. Um, but one thing I wanted to mention is anonymity? anonymity. An- an- yes. Yeah. Oh, very good. Okay, so there's a little bit of a dilemma that I've been dealing with. Because if you want bigger limits at the kiosks, you can put your player's card in. Yeah. Um, there's also playing at the window. You get drink tickets. That's another thing. Okay. Um, but, okay, well, I'll back up on the drink ticket thing a little bit. The kiosk thing. Like, is it worth it getting the player points? Or, because now now all my actions tracked, right? As soon as I put my card in there, they know what I'm playing. Yeah. Or is it better to remain anonymous? And with higher tiers at the MGM, I you know, you get you get free shit. You get, like money back and you get fucking free parking that is so annoying because every day I only have 59 minutes in the casino. Otherwise, they ding me <laughs> for parking charges. <laughs> so it's kind of annoying. 30 US or something crazy like that. Uh, right? It's actually 15. So it's oh, that's reasonable. outrageous. <laughs> but 15 bucks daily, you know, it adds up, obviously. Yeah, right? adds that's up, a unit sure. at the end of the week and whatever. Yeah. It's not worth it. So that's something that I've had a dilemma with. The other day, uh, it was funny. I went to the Luxor and there was a gentleman in front of me playing and then he left the kiosk. So I went in and started doing my thing. And then he came back a few minutes later. He's like, oh, my card is still in the machine. Do you mind if I take it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. So he took it. I didn't notice that when you take your card out, that's when it triggers the account activation. So I was in there swinging away and John swung. Smith- from fucking Nebraska or whatever, wherever the hell he was from, he got credit for all the action that I put in that day. I only noticed <laughs> it. I only noticed it when I got back to the condo because it had an account number on it, and I'm like, "What? That's fucking weird." I play anonymously, right? Oh my goodness! So that is something that I kind of chuckled about because this guy's going to open up his app, or maybe his fucking wife is going to open up the app, and he's going <laughs> to see all kinds. And I think I had a losing day that day as well. So she's going to see all these losing sports bets. I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, what do you think I should do, Godfrey? Do you think I should keep rolling the anonymous route, or do you think I should get some points in there at the MGM? I'm going to say continue with the anonymous route. Good answer. That was a trick question. A trick question for everyone. You can't fucking trick me. (laughs) Yes. If you're trying something that could have potential benefits on beating the sports book in the long term, don't show them your hand. What are you doing? That that point system, you know, just like it is on credit cards, right? They give you points. They always you're it's tracking. They want to have a track record on you. They want data on you. So if you have an angle that works with a sports book, and this is why we were able to do what we did to the Lottery Corporation last year in Ontario, because everything was anonymous. They could not tell where the action was coming from, what kind of action, what combos you're playing. They couldn't tell anything. That's why it worked. If we had the players carded every single time, it has documented history of what you're doing. Well, so, you know, 
for Less a sports book that won't even let Canadians sign up when every other sports book in Vegas allows it. I mean, right there, there's sort of your answer to begin with. Yeah. You know, just hit them up anonymously as much as you can. Their kiosks are all over Vegas. It's not like it's a single a single entity with uh, BetMGM, right? True. You don't have to go. You don't have to go to the MGM to hit no. up one. So no, it's any MGM location. So that includes yeah. like the New York, New York, the Mirage yeah. Park MGM, the Bellagio. I'm going to put out what my favorite MGM locations are. I'm going to put that out on TikTok today. I think uh, because oh, okay. I've been to all of them and I switched it <laughs> off. Just, well, again, it's moving around is a good idea because you don't get recognized. Yeah. Right now, the kiosks are in locations where. You know, it's not like I'm staring at a person. It's not like I'm going to the counter every single day and, and becoming buddies with all these guys yeah. behind the counter. But I still got a cash tickets regularly, right? And, you know, they pay you out a few hundred bucks a few times in a week. They're going to start to notice like, hey, what the fuck, you know? And then it just draws attention to you. So you got to be careful of that. Another thing, okay, now the drink ticket thing. So a lot of people, I, I recently posted on Twitter and uh, TikTok as well. Uh, my collection of drink tickets out here in Vegas. So everyone's like, what the hell? Shout out to Adam, our friend Adam Chernoff saying, what the fuck? Did you pay 480 grand worth of parlay tickets to get those drink tickets? Because <laughs> apparently drink tickets are very tough to come by. Out well, here you, you have quite the collection, I saw. I do, I do. So what I do there is I am just simply very nice. Over the top nice. If some people call it schmoozing, I don't know. I just say I'm yeah, just yeah, being a you're nice fucking, guy. <laughs> you're a schmoozer. Yes. Let's just fucking call a spade a spade. I, I have – there's no real formula to it. Sometimes they reject me. I have been rejected. But a lot of times they'll, they'll kick me a couple of drink tickets if I ask for them. A lot of people asked, how do I get drink tickets? So I, I figured out the formula. Your bets have to be a minimum of $100. Okay, check. You, And you have to, yeah, check. And you have to play at the counter. So I always do the kiosk and then I, you know, play stupid. Oh, sorry. I I didn't realize that I had to play at the counter. And then that's usually how I bend their arm and get them to give me a few. But if you want drink tickets here in Vegas, I've been told that you got to play a hundred bucks and it has to be at the window. So there you go. Because a lot of people were asking during the live and shit like that. how, How do I get my hands on some of these? That's how you do it. So I wanted to put that out there as well. But yes, I am Very good. making quite the collection. And I mentioned in our group chat, Godfather, that the full dog asked like, oh, too bad you have to drink them all in one day. That is not accurate. They don't stamp them anymore. But they, oh. do, yeah, they, don't, they don't put a, a specific date on them, but they do give you color-coded tickets that uh, basically go hand-in-hand hand with what day they're given on. <laughs> okay. So I, ha- I have Monday tickets. I have Wednesday tickets. I have Tuesday. T- you know what I mean? So yeah. they don't. They're just not good for any single day. They have to so, be day specific, but not actual date specific. So you, so you got to find another g- degenerate at the bar uh, that's got some Wednesday tickets, and then you'll you'll trade them some Monday tickets for <laughs> Wednesday tickets. Yeah, I mean, you know, make it. Well, again, and another thing of being noticed at the sports book. So there's one guy that I kind of recognize at MGM. And when I went to use a Wednesday ticket on a Saturday or something like that, the bartender said, just go to the sports book, ask Buddy to change him out for you. He probably will. And I went and asked. And the fact that I think he's seen me cash a few tickets, <laughs> he went, absolutely not. They're, day, they're good for the day only, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very stern about it. So, again, 
cashing tickets. There's, you know, they, they, they want losers. They don't want people that know what they're they doing. They want losers. They exactly. want losers. He says, hey, I saw you cash out five or six winning tickets. You can't afford your own drink? Exactly. <laughs> that's where, the, well, honestly, that's yeah. where the mentality yeah. goes, right? And, There's and, one thing. And another if, thing is they have. If I know a, anything, it's tood. Yes. <laughs> another thing that they have at these sports books is a little tip jar. So, and I know how important it is to make every dollar count in sports betting. That's why we are where we are, right? Yeah. So I'm sorry, I do not put anything in the tip jar. Maybe if I have some change or something like that, but I'm not giving 20 bucks when no. they me out, right? That is not happening. I'm playing this game to win. I don't give a flying fuck. So every dollar matters for me. So I feel like when Buddy, like he gives me a lot of change on purpose, right? The last hundred of that I'm cashing is all in 20s and 5s. Right. So when I leave the counter and I don't put something in Buddy's change jar, I can see that he's grinding his teeth a little bit. Of course. <laughs> Fuck that. So anyways, yeah, really annoying. Uh, next topic, Godfather, is checking your losing tickets. So again, I've been playing at these kiosks, at the sports books a lot. I have noticed I'm up to three mistakes now that they've made. I, I, I saw that. That's crazy. Yes. The first one was – hold on. My, my notepad just went awry here. Uh, the first one was Nikolai Jocic. There was a stat change overnight. right? I thought I had a loser. I checked my ticket. Broop, broop, broop. You have a winner. Beauty. Right? So you take Gagne. it, obviously. Yes. <laughs> the next one was the Pascal Siakam uh, prop that I went over on. He went over. They graded it. They graded it wrong in their system at MGM. Yeah. So I had to argue it. But he went and checked. He's like, you're right. They paid me on it. The last one was a M. Morris. So I, what is the M. Morris in Washington? Uh, Mar uh, Marcus? No, it's not. Monte. 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 So he's Monte. A rookie. Yes. So there was a game between the Clippers and the Washington Wizards the other night. Uh, Morris an, versus this Morris versus us, Morris. Yes, this brings Morris. us back to the dungeon. <laughs> I, I'll get there in a sec. So Morris versus Morris. Is it Mark Keith that plays for the Clippers? I believe so. Anyway, yes. one of the Morris plays for the Clippers. One of the Morris's plays for Washington. On the kiosk, there was no designation of what Morris I was playing. They were both M. Morris. And there was no designation of what team. No so team. I just... I, I needed to go over on a Morris. <laughs> but again, I didn't know which Morris I was playing. I was saying, okay, that's a tomorrow problem. Well, one of the Morrises didn't play, and I'm positive that's the Morris I had. But I went to the sports books the next day, and sure enough, I, I run my ticket. Doo -doo 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 -doo, they pay me on it. So again, it is imperative that win, lose, or draw, you check all your tickets at a sports book because A, they grade things wrong. Yes, B, they do. They make mistakes and see like this Morris Morris thing. Sometimes there's just confusion and it works in your way. And if it didn't work in my way, I would have tried to argue it, obviously. Right? Yeah, of course. But so, I mean, that you, you mentioned the, uh, the dungeon Godfather. And anytime the Godfather mentions the dungeon, that is the OLG office that we use. To work <laughs> it. Um, we had to deal with some of this. Right. Yes, of course. You remember? I remember Plus EV coming on here and chewing us out about some of the mistakes we used to make. What I'm trying to highlight here is that mistakes happen in sports books, and sometimes yeah. you can get paid on them. So, were there a few 
mistakes during our tenure at the OLG, Godfather? Uh, a couple. Not as much as fucking plus AV is trying to make out, but yeah, a couple. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and especially when you're playing with a place like the Lottery Corporation, remember their rule, Godfather? They would just pay everyone. Uh, yeah, that's... Right? Lots of stress with that kind of stuff, uh, without question. But I'm really surprised because we had limitations which would kind of lend itself to these issues occurring system-wise. I'm really surprised that you, you know, you're able to play a prop in Vegas of all things, and and in 2022 of all time, and and this is this is what's going down. Two uh, M Morris's, no team designation. But it, that, hey. would, that would be something that we would have wrestled with at the Lottery Corporation. Oh yeah, the we got. We, are you kidding? System. We got to pay. We got to pay everybody, and, yes. and and oh my god! And then we, we end up paying. If you played a prop, just visit one of our three. We give you a coupon. Oh, no, no. <laughs> system limitations made shit like that a nightmare for us. We would nightmare. What nightmare. we would do was would we would just leave the Morrises off. We wouldn't put them on the prop card. Yeah, because there were confusions, right? Yes. Yeah. So basically. It was a manual input. You had to depend on the humans not to involve participants that had any type of similarity. Yeah, let alone the same name. Yeah, like even close. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and that was the part that used to drive me crazy. You know, uh, you know, the guy's got seven letters in his last name, same first (laughs) initial. Uh, You know, three of them are the same. You know, somebody might complain, and it's like. You know, as you know yourself, having having built prop cards as well for me and for the Lottery Corpus, I mean, there's only a certain number of viable candidates out there, at least for lottery prop cards. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I've noticed it, you know, I've noticed it now. Not every player is available, even in today's game and today's setup. Yeah. Um, with the online books, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's a definite, it's a definite nightmare. And that was one of the, the more stressful things that we really had to contend with. It, it really was. And again, it was system limitations. We were using a system yeah. that was built in the eighties, really, or early nineties at the, at the early nineties. Yeah. Early nineties. Yes. And our hands were tied. So it was, it was such a pain in the ass, but in the again, ass. the moral of this, segment is just check your shit anytime check your shit you're playing with a sports book uh whether it be on the ground here in vegas or down in niagara if you're canadian wherever you're playing you got to check your shit because grading errors happen often especially on player props and shit like that so player make sure you're checking your stuff yeah because it's a humanoid going through a box score yes and clicking clicking a, a pay radial button or not and no Exactly. It's a mistake. It could easily happen. It is. The last thing on my list here, Godfather, that I want to touch on, I wanted to tell you about, because I know know you enjoy my stories about my $29 Negronis at Caesars Palace. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want to tell you about... How? How? How have you lost your way, not under my tutelage? $30 for a Negroni? Well, listen to this one. The other night, Britt and I... There's more? Oh my god! Yes, the the other night, Britt and I went to uh, the Flamingo because we got to a certain tier at Caesar's Palace. It's it's called Diamond Tier, 
So basically, it gives you more perks. You know, they comp you rooms and shit like that. And it's just it's just surely based on volume, right? I've been giving them a lot of bets uh, throughout the course of the football season. So the perks have gone higher and higher and higher. And I'm actually really excited about the next one, which is Diamond Plus, because apparently I get four drink tickets daily that I can use at Caesar's Palace. And I plan on maybe not consuming them myself because that is called alcoholism, but uh, <laughs> definitely, you know, maybe just being Mr. Nice Guy around Caesar's Palace, giving people free drinks. That would be super oh cool. Oh my God. But I shouldn't have even said that because they have the right to take shit away if you're using it incorrectly. They won't yes. use them daily. <laughs> and they think you're just popping into Caesar's Palace for a short period of time. Little do they know, I live across the street. Ha! I'm getting them. Anyways. Uh, okay. With this uh, being tiered up to diamond level, they give you a $100 celebration dinner. So basically, it's a $100 credit at whatever restaurant you choose that is sponsored by them. Right? That or that is run by them. Which, two cocktails and two appetizers? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, Britt, here's our choices. We can go down to Bobby's Burgers and get like a burger and fries each. That's pretty much 100 bucks. I don't think it's that much, but close. No, yeah, close uh, enough. Or we just, you know, go for a nice dinner and use it as a $100 voucher. So we decided to do the latter half of that because that's yes. obviously a lot nicer than Bobby's Burgers. So we went down to... And, oh, my God, I said I was going to write it down. Bugsy, Bugsy and something um, steakhouse in the Flamingo. Bugsy Siegel? Bugsy Siegel, thank you. Thank you. I meant to write it down because for whatever reason, it's not sticking in my mind. Bugsy, Bugsy Siegel Steakhouse. Good good time. Good, great, great grub. You know, we got three or four plates. We got some wine. It was fantastic. Um, obviously, the bill was Far more than a hundred dollars, but you know they took a hundred dollars off the top. But what was absolutely shocking about this, and something that is going to make your blood boil, when I went to pay the bill, you know how they have the automatic tip? Yeah, autograt, autogratuity. Yes. Sorry, it's not an autograt; it's a suggested tip. So basically, if you're too lazy to do the math yourself, they have eighteen percent, twenty percent, twenty-two percent. Well. I almost fell for it, right? So I, I go to write, and you got a tip on the whole amount. You know, I'm not an idiot. The $100 comes off, but I still owe a tip on the total amount of the bill. Yeah, well, yeah. I go to do it, and I, I go the lazy route because that's, you know, it's right in front of me. But I'm like, wait a second. That doesn't fucking make sense. Dude, their suggested tips were all doubled. Because of the $100 off? I, I don't know because of the $100 off or not, but <sighs> like... It's it's suggested that my tip be like ninety five dollars or something like that. I, I I don't even know what the amount was. I, I forget the amount of the total bill or whatever. But the suggested gratuity was doubled. Now, do you think that's a scam or do you think that's a system error? <laughs> that's my question. Oh, it's good. Uh, I, I don't fucking think that's an error. I don't put it <laughs> past them to fucking put right. Put so something I, in on their gift card use, double, <laughs> double suggested tip. I don't know. Fuck it. The, I would have stopped the process right there and say, how do I enter my custom amount? <laughs> well, I did. I ended up, you know, just doing the math on my own. But I just wanted to give everyone a heads up. And this wasn't even me. Britt suggested that she wanted me to add this into this week's episode of the podcast. She said, you got to tell everyone about that because people are going to get scans. Yes, so I don't know. That, that is a socially Listen, I, responsible I wanna, thing. Yes, I don't want to turn this into complaining about prices and shit like that. I'm in Las Vegas. No, I know 
everything's mucho expensive. You know, you're in a tourist hotbed, an international tourist hotbed. I know what I'm signed up for, and I'm very fortunate to be here and everything. I'm very grateful. I don't want to to make it sound like I'm whining, but hey, this is a tip that you literally, you got to pay attention to shit because out here, you know, things get thrown around very freely. So anyways, that's something that I wanted to bring to the table. The dinner was great. Would I go back? I don't know. That, that place was very, very uh, pricey. I think there's better places out here in Vegas. Better even value. Better value as well. Yes, yes. But great. If you're looking for a great dinner, obviously that place will serve it to you. So anyways, I wanted to make a mention to you because I know how much you enjoyed my mention of the $30 Negronis at Caesar's oh Palace. That's craziness. <laughs> gone through the roof all right godfather i think we've reached the end of the line there is one more uh note that uh i have here on my list i've met or i've met i've seen three um celebrities now out here in vegas you want to hear them we already talked about guy boucher right former coach of the tampa bay lightning did i tell you about rick talkett at red rock Yes, you did. Okay. And there's a new one. The other night when Britt and I were at Park MGM, uh, we bumped into, and again, didn't talk to him or anything. Joe Musgrove, San Diego Padres pitcher. Come on. Yeah, I was playing blackjack at the Park MGM. So I guess obviously, yeah, well, I'm in Vegas. Like obviously this shit's going to happen, but I just wanted to make mention. Whatever. The first first two guys being hockey players, I'm not surprised you recognized them. Joe Musgrove, I, I don't think I'd recognize him. The ears. 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 I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> the guy. I, I shout at, out to Joe Musgrove's yeah, ears. Shout out to Joe <laughs> he looks like a UFC fighter. He does. Oh, okay. they're like thick it's, and like I don't know, headlocks, cauliflower ears. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I I don't know if he does that or whatever, but there's a little bit of that, or it looks like a little bit of that going on. But that's the one thing that Google said about him too, because I I couldn't figure out who. I'm like that guy's somebody. I know that's somebody, and I'm trying to think. <laughs> Basketball. I thought at first it was a basketball player, but I'm like, no, they're in season. Hockey's in season. Uh, uh, football's in season. I'm like baseball, baseball. I'm like, baseball, oh my god. Yeah. Um, 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 and then yeah, Joe Musgrove. And then when I typed it into Google to confirm, when you type Joe Musgrove's name into Google, ears pops up. Joe, come Musgrove's. on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And wow. then I'm like, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to fucking. I'm gonna <laughs> give that a shot now after we're done. <laughs> no, yeah. I got a question for you. Shoot. You, the Raiders being the Las Vegas Raiders mm-hmm. now, um, you run into any of these guys on the season? No, no. I've kept an eye wow. out for Devontae and uh, Carr. Carr it can't be anywhere near fucking Las Vegas Strip. He is a wanted man out here right now. People are <laughs> yeah. not at – some guy at a bar the other night was chewing him out to me, of all people. Like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, this guy sucks. He's an asshole. So, no, I, I don't think so. I think a lot of the professional athletes here in Vegas stay in like Sutter, Sutherland, Sutherland, yeah, yeah, Summerlin, Summerlin. Yep. Um, it's about twenty minutes off the strip. It's a really nice community area. I, I think that's where most of them stay because I can't imagine like if you're someone yeah. like a professional athlete with an unlimited bank account, you know, the, the strip is very tempting. Like I can't even go into these places and make bets without you know leaning towards a fucking cocktail or a beer of some sort like it vegas gets you in that regard the atmosphere is so alive that it makes you want to just whoop it up at every moment so i i don't think that they stay anywhere near well that's that would be my guess there i i i imagine (laughs) but you never know (laughs) yeah that's true 
All right, Godfather. Cool. Uh, I think, yes, now we have officially hit the finish line. Is there anything else you want to add before uh, we sign off here? Allez les Bleus! Allez les Bleus, yes. Big game. Sunday morning. Uh, excited for that. And then uh, another week of NFL football. Time is winding down, winding down out here in Vegas. So, uh, cool. anyways, I'm loving every day because I know my time here is expiring. But uh, hold on, I got a little, I got a little something okay. just popped into my head for the commissioner Fantino of FIFA. Fuck this World Cup during the winter. I got football to watch. You cannot add a tension-filled passion-filled soccer tournament in the middle of a football season. Too no much light. stress! <laughs> too much. Too much happening. So forget that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. On that note, we're signing off. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Ciao!